good day. Hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. We're glad to have you. Good to have you on board. Hey, uh, yesterday we got uh, finished up, got off the air yesterday, and just uh, before the the weather really got bad, we thought, you know, where are we going to go? We are going to go get something to eat. Uh, Kristen and I were going to head out a little bit, and it ended up uh, with uh, Albanese's Roadhouse, right? I mean, literally like three minutes away. We thought, let's go say hi to Joey. And uh, I went over to Albanese's, uh, get the meatball sandwich every time I go in there, and she gets the... The, uh, the cheese ravioli and the uh, homemade Italian sausage and everything. And uh, we just sat over there and had a great time. Saw my buddy Steve, who used to work at the Wisconsin State Fair. And uh, saw Linda Kohler. Of uh, I've known Linda for years and years back when she was with Midwest Airlines. And it was kind of a kind of a nice day, man. It was really kind of cool. So uh, I want to tell you about Albanese's Roadhouse right there on Blue Mountain Road in Brookfield, right next to Menard's. Great place. Uh, they had a, a Christmas party in there. They closed off half the bar, and it was a retirement party and such, kind of a retirement slash Christmas party. But uh, just good people, good place to go. Uh, the weather was howling, but that was okay. You know, there was people coming coming through the door, and it was just it was just really kind of a, a cool night last night uh, at Albany's. Always is, always is. But we had a great time. And if you're out and about, I know they're not open. They're very family oriented. I know they're not open tomorrow. I know they're not open on. Uh, on Christmas Day, but we'll be back at it on Monday. And uh, if you're looking for a good place to go on the west side, uh, stop in. Um, that's Albanese's Roadhouse right there on Blue Mountain Road next to Menards in Waukesha. You don't uh, you don't get better family atmosphere. Just just great, great people. Good, good stuff. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. hit us up, uh, feel free to go ahead and do it. Again, 877-867-1670. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for taking my call, man. You bet. Hey, first I want to uh, I want to wish yourself, uh, Ben, uh, your families, uh, any uh, behind the scenes uh, support you have there, and uh, all the listeners a very very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I really Absolutely. appreciate the uh, group session therapy that you provide us, and <laughs> <laughs> love being able to interact. Uh, right, it's, it's a great right. thing. Hey, I got a couple of predictions about this this Christmas game that I'm just feeling in my bones. Number one is Doc is going to break that streak of uh, games under 300 yards. Um, I, he's he's being talked about almost like an afterthought afterthought these days, and it's like, do, do people realize who you're talking about? So I think mm-hmm. that goes down. I also think Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, Keyshawn um, Nixon, Nixon houses one yeah. this weekend. Yeah, he's he's got one coming, and I think it ha- it's going to happen this weekend. And third prediction, Rasul Douglas to me looks like a crack addict that's about ready to rip his own mother off to get a fix. This dude <laughs> interceptions come in bunches, and I think his bunches have started. I think he's going to get another one this weekend. I, I think the Packers are going to win. I, I think. Uh, I not not I'm not really sold on Miami. I mean, I love Reggie McKenzie, and mm-hmm. I know what they're doing down there. But I just not sold on that team, and I think that the Packers are being really, really um, almost looked down upon. It's like, hey, this is right. the two-time reigning MVP man that you're. T- and so I just I, I feel a good game coming. I think it's going to be a happy, happy day. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year. Appreciate it, pal. Thank you, sir. Good stuff, man. I agree. Um, you know, uh, hopefully it's a good day. I now 
the Rasul Douglas des- description was a little bit out there, but I like I like the rabidness of it. I can go along with that. Um, that you're right that there are and, and and let me let me let me say this. You're right that people are downplaying the Packers, one hundred percent. Okay. On one hand, though, I understand it, rightfully so, because the Packers, you know, I say it all the time, we can't unsee what we've seen, and that's part of the problem. We've seen them far too often play horribly, play down to the competition, or just play to the point where they're just not good, and we've seen their problems. But there is a feeling I'm not going to say it's necessarily coming from 1265, but within the fan base. Uh, I was just telling you, we were at Albanese's last night and sitting at the bar, and and my buddy Steve comes over. He's like, you know, I'm starting to think they can do it. They win this game. They're going to do it. They're going to win out. It's like all of a sudden the enthusiasm is starting to gain a little traction. Now, what they do on the field has nothing to do with the way you and I feel. But you get a sense like, you know, People are starting to believe a little bit. I try to caution everybody to say, look, they've won two in a row, but they beat two bad teams. Now, I'm the one that always says it. I always say, you can only play your schedule. It's not like they could go out and say, you know what? We're going to throw out the Bears. We're going to throw out the Rams. Bring us the 49ers and bring us the the Eagles. You you can't do that. So you got to beat what's there in front of you. So they did that. They did that. And and I I completely appreciate that. So I, I'm I'm good with all of that, but I do have to temper the excitement and the enthusiasm by saying they beat two bad teams that they were expected to beat. Good teams have been expected to beat them. Miami is a good team now. Miami comes into this with three losses and coming out of Miami is probably ecstatic that they're going to be playing in a, a weather at 50 degrees or 60 degrees. Because they just came out of Buffalo where Tariq Hill looked like he was not just cold, but like laying on his back, can't help me up, Christmas story kind of cold, you know? So that I agree with. They're probably giddy to be back. And I'm sure the Packers, the Packers are flying out. I'm sure the Packers are like, you know what? It's 41 below. Oh, by the way, it's 50 degrees in Miami and a little bit of rain. We'll take it. We'll take it. No problem. 60? We'll take it. No problem. We can do this. Packers are probably giddy more so than the Dolphins to be playing down in Miami for Christmas. So I I still think that it's it's not gonna be it's 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 not gonna be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. And as a matter of fact, I we picked the Packers to lose the other night. I as much as I want to have faith, my heart wants them to win. My head says, stick with what you've seen. I haven't seen them play consistently good. The first time I saw them play a complete game this year was just on Monday night. Does that mean they're starting to put it together? Cross your fingers. Knock on wood. Hope it is. But that's the first time I saw them play a relatively complete game where they pretty much looked like they were a dominating team from beginning to end. And then I keep telling myself, it's a bad football team. Don't get crazy on me. It's a bad football team, so reality has to leak back in. So if I'm a betting man, I'm taking Miami. If I'm betting with my heart, I'm I'm rooting like hell for the Green Bay Packers, but uh, it's just kind of the way it is. Let's go to Steve listening to us in Eau Claire. Steve, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. How's it going? I'm doing great, buddy. What's up? Well, um, you know, you were just talking about the uh, the weather that is uh, scheduled for, uh, for Florida this weekend, and um, 
you know, even with uh, even with it supposed to be in the 50s down there, I can remember one time about 15 years ago or so where the Badgers made it to one of the Florida Bowl games. I can't remember which one, but uh, they were playing Miami that year. <clears throat> and the week leading up to the game was uh, the temperatures in Florida were about the same as they're supposed to be for, um, you know, for, for, for Sunday in, in the 50s. And um, I can remember uh, one of the uh, uh, Madison TV stations interviewed one of the Miami football players down there. And they, uh, they said, you know, you've got uh, us Miami players, we're walking around down here in our winter coats and our, our sweaters. And you got these Wisconsin players that are walking around in their jerseys and shorts. So I, right. I, I really think that the weather could could play to uh, to our advantage on Sunday and help uh, possibly give us uh, give us a leg up, especially if uh, if Dylan is able to go. Uh, you know, the colder weather later in the season seems to be the better fit for him. Mm-hmm. No, I would agree with that. And the fact that he did not have now they're not even saying he got through the concussion protocol. They're saying he didn't have a concussion, which is even better. That they just took him out for precautionary measures. Uh, they were winning the game. They took him out. They they sat him the rest of the game. The next morning they wake up. He comes in. They're like, no, you're fine. You're good to go. That That's that's the best. That's the best news because they not only saved a little bit of his legs at the end of that ball game, but he did not have a concussion. And that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Go to our buddy Mike listening to us in uh, Whitewater. Michael, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, Billy. Merry Christmas to you and the family. I, you too, I got pal. A couple questions for you. Yep. Yes. Um, when was the last time? I mean, we only had one making to Pro Bowl. Has the Packers ever been shut out? I can't remember Ooh. where we've had only one. Right. And um, I hear your cat sitting. Are you going to drink a gallon of milk and your girl sits <laughs> on the couch? No, uh, no, I'm just uh, stopping over, opening the door, looking for the cats, feeding them, poop scooping and heading back out. But I'm, I'm I got to be in town for uh, for the cat sitting stuff. So, yeah, well, that's, we that's cool. Wish ben and you and your family wish Ben a, a safe flight. I know how much he loves flying. Yep. And, no! uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you uh, next week, huh, buddy? Uh, Have a Merry All right, Christmas. buddy. Take it easy, you too. Uh, I can't remember the last time the Packers did not have anyone in the Pro Bowl. Maybe 2018? 2019? They were not a good team that year. But even then, Aaron Rodgers has gone in. Um, boy, I don't know. That's uh boy, I that that's a good question. I can't remember the last time. Um by the way, Mike McDaniel uh has a, a few opinions regarding the state of Wisconsin. You're gonna want to hear coming up after the break, so hang out for that. Ben's got it. Ben Ben is always he's like uh he's in the subterranean. He just pops up out of a manhole cover with a recorder, gets people saying stuff and then pops back down again. So he's got Mike McDaniel kind of uh Ripping, uh, ripping the state of Wisconsin. Uh, this one is from uh, Knucklehead Joe, who says, ha- Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, all that kind of crap. He says, Are there any bars open this weekend? Uh, I'm going to need a little therapy before we get into our Christmas Day celebration with the family. 
Uh, going to go out and watch some of the NFL game. I, you know what's funny? I just posted that. Uh, Stenny's is open. Now, it depends on where you're at. Stenny's is open in Milwaukee uh, until I think like 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve. Beyond that, I have no idea. Uh, I just posted that. I was just looking for some of the people that we work with. But if you're throughout the state of Wisconsin and you've got uh, a pub or eatery open, let us know. Ben, that's better than the measurable snow because we're actually doing a service to people. So if you have uh, say you don't have anybody, you know, or you're not getting together with everybody until Sunday and you just want to go out and have a beverage and brave the cold and maybe get some wings or something like that, where do you go? Where do you go on Christmas Eve? So the question is, is there any way to bring a ruler into this experiment? Then I'd be all in. <laughs> stack. How high can you stack the wings? There you go. Or how, how precise is the beer measurement, right? There you go. Sure. Yeah. I will not accept any get, submissions without some sort of measuring stick. You got to have some sort of measuring stick. Let us know what bars and restaurants are open. We'd love to uh, love to kind of no spread the word. No way in hell am I rubbing down my relative. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Not unless they're, you know, 25-year-old fourth cousins or something like that that are, you know, all on a cheerleading squad somewhere. Or if you're from places where, you know. Uh, well, anyway. yeah. I mean, if you're you're living in the, you know, Appalachia, uh, you know, chain somewhere, sure, you know, <laughs> where toe jam is prevalent. Oh, my God, we got more of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. check uh for those that were asking uh cigars tonight sure tomorrow nah nice ash not open tomorrow not open on christmas day back at it again on monday but uh if you're looking to get out tonight you're going to brave the cold and the elements they do have some music down there the, this evening so uh the nice ash downtown 323 west uh 323 west main street downtown waukesha the nice ash and joe and ricky and everybody down there want to say have a terrific terrific christmas with you and your family and everybody that uh, you uh, come in contact with and uh, be kind be kind and then uh, be back at it again on monday when they reopen so uh, thanks to our friends at the nice ash uh by the way david bakhtiari not practicing today not pra- they were thinking that maybe he would but he's not and uh, you know what that means that means he's not going to be playing on sunday either so another week without Bakhtiari. Uh, and Zach Thomas played pretty well, so I'm not overly concerned about it. But, uh, you know, and you don't want to rush that back. I mean, it's an appendectomy, for God's sakes. They took an organ out of your body. So you don't want to rush it back, but nevertheless. Uh, so Mike McDaniel, talk about it, Ben. Not a fan of cheese or big cheese or likes cheese or what cheese? So I don't have the video or the audio yet, unfortunately, but the direct quote, from his press conference today, being asked about cheese, the food, quote, I really like cheese, but I wouldn't want to offend real cheese connoisseurs. I think I'm into cheese. I just eat it. I'm not in charge of picking them or naming them. 
Though he did say he was into harder cheeses. <laughs> for what it's worth. You know what? And uh, but for those of you who don't know, Mike McDaniel is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Um, I can see him saying that. Now, let me let me ask you this, okay? Let's let's step back for a minute. My now, Matt Lafleur looks young, like a twelve-year-old boy with part of a beard, like he just took over a football team. Mike McDaniel looks like he's twelve years old, but he just came out of mom's basement after gaming all day. Oh, he looks good, like that. Good he looks analogy? like his dad is the coach, but his dad left for a weekend on vacation and left <laughs> his son in charge. That's, that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> Mike McDaniel is, I had to take a double take when he was announced. Uh, I remember when he was announced as the head coach and they brought him in and I thought, who's this PR guy? Well, he must be an intern. And then he said, Mike McDaniel, like, oh, holy crap. That's the head coach. Didn't realize. He just, you're right. He looks like his dad left for the weekend and said, son, you coach him. I'll be right back. Dad's got to go pick up some liquor down at the store. We've got family coming this weekend. That's it, man. That's it. Mike McDaniel is just, he, I, there's, there's this picture of him when he worked with San Francisco and it's his, uh, it's his uh, media guide picture and the hair's a little disheveled. He's wearing the red shirt. The beard's a little thicker. He's like got this sheepish grin and he looks like he just came out of his mom's basement after like a 48 hour gaming marathon on Xbox and he he just he's he's going to take his glasses off and rub his eyes and go, "Oh man, what day is it?" That's what he looks like. He's just a dude, man. Just just a nerdy looking little dude. <laughs> oh man. Uh, by the way, uh, Dennis says, a great move by extending Jenkins. Uh, isn't it baffling that while Goody does his best to acquire and keep the very best talent, he gets blasted by the fans for any mistake, yet LaFleur is given a free pass for acquiring totally unqualified, incompetent coordinators that derailed two seasons in a row. Dennis, it didn't. The defense did not fail last year. They gave up, was it 10, 13 points? It was the offense that failed. Stop say, stop throwing Joe Barry into last year. The defense was fine. They were the number one seed. The defense didn't lose the game. It was special teams and offense. I know you hate LaFleur. I understand it. I get it. And as far as Goody goes, Goody's had missteps. So don't act like we don't criticize Goody. You go back a couple of years ago, he's got, what, four guys remaining from the 17 and 18 or 18 and 19 draft? Four guys. That's it. It's, it, they were terrible, 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 terrible drafts. Terrible. Got a couple of players, got a couple of starters, but overall the fortification of your team, terrible. So we don't, we don't give him a pass. He doesn't get a pass. You, you're completely skewed through your hatred of Matt LaFleur. But you cannot be that freaking stupid to think that last year's playoff game was caused by Joe Barry. Because that just shows your bias and your ignorance. So stop it, Okay. I hate to do this on Christmas, but I got to point out dumbassery even during Christmas because dumbassery doesn't take a day off. Uh, 877-867-1670. Gary says, uh, Mike uh, Mike McDaniel coached circles around the Packers staff every playoff game that they played against the 49ers. I don't know if it was all Mike McDaniel. I would probably say that Shanahan Shanahan had something to do with it. 
Could we not agree on that? Sure we could. Uh, but I will say that the 49ers have been well coached pretty much every time they have faced the Green Bay Packers except once. And last year, I give them all the credit in the world because they saw what we all saw and they saw the head coach ignore it. So, Dennis, I will agree with you in that concept. Where you, you want to hate LaFleur, that's fine. Don't hate on Joe Barry for last year because he had nothing to do with the way that season ended. That defense played well. It was special teams and offense that stunk. I mean, stunk, stunk. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Tyler listening to us in Buffalo. Tyler, how you doing, man? What's going on? Doing good, Bill. How's it going? I'm doing great today. What's on your mind? Oh, I think I got two things. Uh, in Buffalo, they got, they call Coach McDaniel, they call him uh, Coach Skateboard because he looks like one of those hipster skateboard parts. Right. Yeah. And then secondly, I think the only way the offense can do anything is that you got to get the run game going, you know, the Aaron Jones and the pin and pull runs, get them on the outside, get them tired. And then you, I think in the second half, you'll be able to get them where they're starting to cheat in the run game and be able to get one over the top with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. And and that's been the whole reason they've had success in the second half of the year is they've had the run game. Mm-hmm. And I got to stick You're to 100% it. correct. 100% correct. I, I agree with you. I, I the, the play action, specifically what we saw on Monday night, the play action was solid. And when they do it and Rodgers sells it, he sells it better than anybody. He is really good at it. 100% agree. I'm not going to sit here and say that it has to be a full dose of run in the first half versus the second. What I would say is keep mixing it up. Keep mixing it up. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep mixing it up. Because what they when they do it and do it right, when you've got motion, you've got movement, you've got play action, you mix in the run game really well with the passing game, you got dubs. Romeo Dobbs has really kind of emerged. He was, he was your first down guy in the game on Monday night. Christian Watson, if they want to focus on him and not allow him to get over the top, that's fine because that'll leave Cobb, that'll leave Lazard, that'll leave Dobbs open, uh, even Tanya to a certain extent. But just keep mixing it up. Just w- that that offense is not it's not what it used to be. And they're starting to understand it and morph a little bit. But I would agree with you 100%. 877-867-1670. Mark says, who does the rain favor? I'd probably say the Packers just because of the inclement weather. Packers are more, you know. Then again, I mean, Miami has played in rain before. Can't, uh, because that, it rains down there. It does a lot, humidity-wise. Um, Tom says, hey, Bill, speaking of Sasquatch, did you see that Rogers on the McAfee segment uh, was talking about Green Bay and UFOs? I didn't see that, No. No. Oh God! Really? Okay. Didn't didn't see that uh, portion of it. Ben, did you uh, catch any of that? Where they're talking uh, UFOs and uh, the belief and all the different conspiracy theories and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, reluctantly. Okay. Some of that stuff. I'm more into Bigfoot. Yeah, I can see that. I wouldn't mind tracking Bigfoot, Sasquatch. I'll be squatching. I don't mind that. Mike I'll Leach had a good now. Bigfoot thought. He said, if Bigfoot exists, why is there only one of them? That that was true. 
you know, I've always wondered that. What you know, what is a uh, and how long do big feats live? Bigfoots, big Bigfoot, Sasquatch, feats, foots, whatever. How long do they live? Because this thing's been running around, you know, um, not being photographed for years, and apparently hanging out at Starbucks, disguised as a yuppie. At least according to <laughs> some <laughs> in Kentucky. <laughs> that's, that's that's hilarious. Uh, 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We got more to come right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Looking forward to next week. Um, next uh, boy, next Tuesday night, it's going to be a busy one. They've got, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Marquette playing at home. The Admirals are downtown uh, next uh, Tuesday night, heading down to the Admirals game, taking a bunch of bunch of people, a bunch of kids and such. So we're going to be uh, heading down to, uh, down to Geno's, down to uh, Calderon Club and uh, San Giorgio coming up on Tuesday night next week. But if you're going to be out and about, you're going to be heading downtown before or after a game. I know that uh, some people were at TSO last night, which was a brutal night uh, to go out. But, man, if you had tickets, you didn't want to give those up because uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is fantastic. Had a few friends stopped over and uh, went to uh, Calderon Club last night as well. Fun time, as always, but great people and uh, even better food. I mean, the food is fantastic. Best Italian food you're ever going to eat. And that is San Giorgio, which is the Napoletano Pizzeria. Calderon Club on the corner, right across the street from the Hyatt. Uh, they pair a lot of those dishes up with Cider Boys uh, from Point Brewing, but just really, really good stuff down there at Calderon Club. And uh, just keep it in mind, if you're looking for really good Italian food, you're going downtown Milwaukee, maybe you're down there before or after an event, whatever. Uh, even the Christmas Carol uh, show, uh, some people stopped over there and said hello as well and said that uh, you know they'd heard it here. So great stuff coming from our buddy Gino down there. And the friends at Calderon Club. Uh, 877-867-1670. So, uh, Mike McDaniel, now, Ben actually has it, right, Ben? Yes. Okay. So, uh, Mike McDaniel uh, talking. Uh, is it about Matt, uh, Matt LaFleur or is he just still talking about cheese? Is he talking about LaFleur? Okay, here's no, what he had to I say neglected about Matt the cheese bit, but yes. Oh, okay, good. Here's what he had to say about LaFleur. mentioned Matt LaFleur, and obviously you guys are friends. What do you think he... Uh, is best at? Um, styling his hair. It's really good. He's got very, he's brushing his teeth too. He's got very, very white teeth. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Oh, my goodness. This is where we've gone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, he's got another one talking about Matt LaFleur. Here you go. You know, he's, uh, I think he'd probably be top three um, most attractive head coaches in the history of the National Football League. That, that's That's where we're at. That's where we're at, people. That's where we're at. All right. One of the top three most attractive coaches in the National Football League. Your call's next. Yeah, there you go. It's quality stuff there. We are rolling today.
There was like two minutes of substance of McDaniel talking about him, but yeah, I didn't think it was very relevant. Okay. <laughs> Just it was like he went through adversity and he's a right, good coach, I know, but I know, he's attractive. Know, yeah, the last he's, part was yeah. He's a good-looking dude. There you go. That's what we got. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Dan says, uh, let's be honest. Do we really believe the Packers are going to get a win on Sunday? As much as I want them to, I just don't think they can. I don't think they have the defense to be able to keep up with what Tariq Hill and Tua are doing. Waddle is thrown in for the mix. Thrown in for the, well, thrown in for the mix. Uh, and they are a good football team. As much as I want to see the Packers win, I hate to say that the present probably isn't going to come on Christmas Day. That is from Dan. Uh, Dan, you're living in a reality that a lot of people don't want to live in right now. It's probably the best way to put it. I understand that. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't know what else to... We've analyzed the hell out of this. And, you know, we're going to talk with Mike Clements coming up at the end of the end of the show today. We're going to talk with Mike about it. Uh, we're going to get the uh, Miami point of view coming up here in just a little bit. Hal Habib is going to be joining us. But... In the grand scheme of things, I understand that uh, you're, you're you're living in a. If you were a betting man, and I, I ask, uh, I ask uh, all, all the time. I ask if if you were to bet on this game, which way would you bet? Because that's likely where your head is, right? Because your heart is always there's hope, but it's where your head is, and that's the thing that that most people believe. You cannot, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, you can't go back and unsee things. You just can't. And the Packers have not played well. They're starting to play better consistently over the last, what, five quarters? But five quarters does not a season make. They played really well in the fourth quarter against the Bears. They came back. They won that ball game. They look good doing it. Different pep in their step, defensively speaking, all that kind of stuff. And then when you go to uh, when you go to the uh, the game on Monday night, they played a pretty pr- good complete game. I uh, didn't have a lot of problem with it. To be honest with you, I mean you could look at a few things, uh, like I had said, you know that uh, that drive right after the Packers scored, the drive in the fourth quarter. When you're thinking to yourself, you know, man, get it defensively, just get it. If you get it, then you can just close them out and you're good to go. And uh, that drive late in the ball game, when you were kind of hoping that they were able to seal the deal. Uh, and it just didn't happen. It wasn't the fourth quarter, actually. I think it was the third, the end of the third quarter. Aaron Jones gets that seven-yard pass from Rodgers, goes in. It's 24-6, to six, and you're like, get it, get it, get it. And instead, they go down six plays, 70 yards. Uh, Higby gets the eight-yard pass from Baker Mayfield, goes into the end zone. It was 24-12. You, it still ended up 24-12, to 12, which is fantastic. But you were thinking to yourself, if they got off the field on that drive, that's it. 24-6 to six or more. That's the way that game was going to end. They could have scored 30. They took the knee. But that was the way that game was going to end. The good news was that the Packers on that final drive were able to close it out. Now, it's not like they're playing a juggernaut in uh, in in the, uh, the L.A. Rams. But remember, they took over the ball with 8.51 to go in the fourth quarter. They got the ball back, 8.51. Dixon punts it, remember, 32 yards. Fair catch by Randall Cobb, who was returning the punts at that time. They got the ball back with 8.51, and they closed that game out. That portion of that, of that game as well was impressive, right? That was impressive. When you get a team that says, we're going to run the ball, we're going to pass the ball, we're going to pick up first downs, 
and we're going to go ahead and run the clock out. That's impressive. That was impressive. I like that. And they were doing it with Aaron Jones and Patrick Taylor at the time, remember, because A.J. Dillon was already out of the ballgame. So that was impressive. There was a lot of good things that came out of that ballgame on Monday night. And the cautionary tale to that is it was against a bad team. But you don't apologize for it. You just make a note of it. You don't say, well, they're not that good because they beat a bad team. Well, they beat a bad team. So they're better than the bad team, right? How much better? Maybe they're just starting to – maybe all the the dominoes are starting to fall and everything's starting to click. It is what it is. 877-867-1670. Find us, hit us up. We certainly appreciate it. Hey, by the way, uh, this portion of the program brought to you by Robert Specialty Meats. I went down there yesterday and picked up the prime rib that we're going to have on Christmas Day. Uh, and and Paul, Paul's there. He's putting together all the orders. People are walking in. Their bags are prepared and ready to go. It, they are open tomorrow. But uh, Paul wanted me to remind you when I was down there, get in there quick because they were running out of hams. They're running out of prime rib. They got tenderloin. And so, but it, there's, a, there's a run on this stuff right now. Today, because a lot of people didn't go down yesterday because of the weather, today's one of those days. So head down, get what you need for your uh, holiday supplies, get what you need early tomorrow, and then that's it. So, obviously, we're going to have to talk about New Year's and such, but Robert Specialty Meets Waukesha. Go to uh, see our buddy Paul Roberts. Go to robertspecialtymeetswaukesha.com. That's robertspecialtymeetswaukesha.com. Josh says, uh, I have a lot of faith in the Green Bay Packers. It seems like as of late they're playing better. Don't forget, offensively, they're starting to score points. If Rodgers starts to feel it and believes that they can get the 30 points consistently, how many games do you think they're actually going to win? Good point. Averaging 26.6 points per game over the last five games. How many of these games now coming up do you think they can win? If they score 26 or more. Ben, if they score 26 on Sunday, do they win the game? I would bet against that. Really? Okay. So you're thinking that the offense with Tua and company is probably going to put up 30. Yeah, you say which side would you bet? And I don't know with the minus four for Miami. I would take the over. Okay. Would you, if the Packers score 28, do they win the game? I could see that. I still think it's going to be decided in the 30s. Like My gut says Rodgers plays great. The offense keeps momentum. You get Dobbs and Watson out there. You run the ball well. I just have no faith that the secondary or the defense can stop Tua and Tyreek Hill and Waddle consistently enough. Um, That's... That's probably a better statement. It's not that we don't believe that the Packers can't score points. It's that we believe the Packers can't stop two and company from scoring points. Plus, you know how the team still makes mistakes, right? We see the Jones fumble. We see the unnecessary roughness penalty. In this game, I'm not sure the Packers won't make any of those mistakes. It's a question of can they actually withstand them? And I would guess no. Uh, right. Let's talk about that when we come back. 877-867-1670. Hey, uh, our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Covered All up in Wausau also wanting to say Merry Christmas to all of you. He's had a tremendous year. He wants to say thanks to everybody, all of his customers and all the new customers that have come on board because uh, they've heard it on this particular program. But Dwayne wanted to say thank you. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Call him 715-870-2119, or 715-870-2119 if you need it. But he just wanted to say thank you for a hell of a year and a very Merry Christmas. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have practice today installing the game plan for their trip to face the Dolphins. Wide receiver Sammy Watkins is now back with the Baltimore Ravens after he was waived by the Packers on Monday. After reviewing the game film, Packers safety Adrian Amos says the key to holding the Rams is just 156 yards total offense was Green Bay's defensive line and the linebackers. I think I think um, our front did, did a great job. They had a great game. Like, um, our front seven. They, they, they controlled it. They weren't able to, to run the ball. You know, a couple of plays here and there, but um, you know, in, you know, when the front, you know, do that job and, and, and dominate up there, then you know, it makes the game, you know, a lot more fun for the back end. Packers head coach Matt Lafleur. You know, L.A. has had a, a rash of injuries up front, so it was a favorable matchup, I would say, for our guys and. And that's what you got to do. You, you got to win when you're expected to win. And I thought for the most part, our guys were able to do that. Rasul Douglas intercepted a Baker Mayfield pass. And instead of just running with it, he says he decided to lateral it to Adrian Amos, who nearly fumbled it. When he grabbed me and I kind of twisted me, I seen Smash and Rudy. So I was like, all right, if I could just grip the ball and throw it to the, one of them. To Smash and Rudy? No. That, that's that's why I messed up. That was, that was my first mistake. You know what I'm saying? That was my first mistake right there. And then when I went to, like, go throw it, it slipped. But I was already in the process, so as I was going down, I just underhand, and then I, I seen it hit the ground. I was like, damn, it's about to be like the Raiders and the Pages. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like that. That's Packers defensive back Rasul Douglas in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. or whatever, don't show up empty-handed. The least you can do is stop off at a wine store, liquor store, grocery store. You walk in, you say, hey, I need a bottle of Forgotten Fire wine that's made right here in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, come on. Walk in, buy one, walk into Grandma's house or wherever it goes. Say, not only did I bring a bottle of wine, but it's local, Grandma. It's local. Here you go. Did you make? Did you? Did you make? Did you make the yams? Did you? Did you make the sweet potato pie? Did you make that? Is pumpkin pie on the list? Yes, Grandma. Here you go. It, it's made though, right, Grandma? Yes, it is made. It's it's cooling. It's on the table. Okay, great. Your cooking's done. Okay, here, Grandma. Go get gassed. Go just go enjoy it. Go get gassed, Grandma. Take this bottle. It tastes good. Just go enjoy yourself. That's why. That's why they make it. So grandmas can get gassed everywhere. <laughs> No way in hell am I rubbing down my relative. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, that's Forgotten Fire Winery. They're in Peshtigo. Great people, great place, and I'm sure they're not paying for this ad. <laughs> we don't want to get Grandma gassed. Sure you do. She's more fun that way. Uh, but uh, get get a hold of them, ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. There you go. Ben, I'm sure you're taking a couple of bottles out, clink clang in your way all the way to Philadelphia, saying, here, I'm bringing wine from Wisconsin. It's fun in a bottle. Grandma, go get gassed. And then once you're gassed, Grandma, and you're passed out, you can pass me one of those coupons, and I'm happy to give you a free rub down. No comment. 
Oh, I got one here. It's uh, this is from Ezra. Ezra and Sheboygan listening to us says, Unit, how do you stay energized and upbeat? You guys sound so fun. I'm dragging ass today and can't wait for the weekend to begin. It's cold and it's just bitter. Can't wait for the weekend football, family, and the holidays. Now, I do notice, Ezra, that you can't wait for football, then your family, and the holidays. So I like your priority list. I can't wait for the weekend football, family, and the holidays to begin. At least you make my work day go a little bit faster. Thanks. That's from Ezra listening to us in Sheboygan. Ezra, you the man. I can't wait for football. Oh, yeah, that's right. I get to see my family on holiday, too. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. We've got priorities on this program. Damn straight. like it. Hey, uh, speaking of priorities, the Chicago Bears, because of the win. Now, what they're expecting tomorrow, uh, just an FYI, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, tomorrow they are expecting a uh, kickoff temperature to be under 10 degrees, wind gusts upwards of 30 to 35 miles an hour, which will drive the wind chills down to minus 10 to 15 degrees below zero. So uh, for fans who are going to, quote, tailgate, now they don't tailgate like we tailgate, okay, just an FYI. But the following is now prohibited, prohibited. At Soldier Field due to the cold and windy conditions. You can't bring a tent. No tent. No flags. No fire pits or open fires. No deep fryers. No oil-based cooking or frying at all. No open flames. Infrared panel or propane heaters uh, are any type of any type. None of them. Not allowed to have them. So in other words, no tailgating. No tethered blimps, balloons, or oversized inflatables. Tents, canopies, and umbrellas of any sizes. Uh, by the way, they put in tents twice. And along with those uh, those items, there's going to be a, a grilling amendment in the tailgate lot with the use of charcoal being strongly discouraged as well because the, uh, the embers can fly. So in other words, stop off, go to Jimmy John's, grab a sub, grab a sub uh, maybe uh, you know pack something in a cooler, keep it in your car, sit in your car, don't do a damn thing, and then come on into the stadium. For all 11 of you that are going tomorrow, that's your rules. Chicago Bears, pooping on the holidays. Uh, I agree. There's not good. Ben, how many people are going to be at the game tomorrow, do you think? Ooh. In Chicago. They're not playing for anything. There's going to be some Buffalo fans, maybe. Probably more Buffalo fans than Bears fans. But it's going to be bitter cold. Your team's not playing for anything. It's the, It's Christmas Eve day. There's, I got to admit, I, I'm a fan of a lot of things, but there's no way in hell, even if my team was in it, I'm probably like cold weather, Christmas Eve Eve, nah, Christmas Eve day, nah, it's not going to happen. I'm not doing it. 15,000? 10,000? Do yeah, I got to imagine. That stadium only holds like 58 or 60. I got oh, I thought it was bigger. No, no, no. It's one of the smallest, if not the smallest, in the National Football League. It's terrible. It's a terrible, craptastic place. Did you see the video of the big guy getting thrown down the stairs? No. What happened there? Oh, I got to no, send it to you. In Chicago? Yeah, from Eagles-Bears last weekend, there was a guy in a Packers sweatshirt, a Bears scarf, and an Eagles hat that got in a fight, and then he got thrown down the stairs. From the upper deck? Yeah, I'll send you the video. Yeah, those that I tell you this, I've watched people fall 
you can see it, you know, from the press box in that far side, that uh, Bears sideline where the upper deck is, and it that's steep. And if you start falling, you can tumble, man. You could go all the way down. Um, not that anybody ever has, but he had some gravity working on his side too. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. I sent no it to doubt you. about it. Okay, I'll take a look at it during the break. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not awesome. I'll tell you that, no doubt about it. That's a steep, steep fall. Uh, we got two hours down. We got two hours yet to go. Hang in there. Hal Habib is coming up next, and he uh, he covers the Miami Dolphins. So we're going to talk with him. We're going to get the Dolphins side of things coming into this contest against the Green Bay Packers. They're trying to put the train back on the track, too. Stay tuned. About an hour and 20 minutes from now, we also have our buddy Mike Clemens is going to be here to round out the rest of the day. So we got a lot going on. A lot going on. Whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at New Mail Medical. This time of year, cakes, cookies, pies, all that kind of good stuff. You're putting it on. All in one weight loss program. They got it. They got it. All you got to do is ask for it. Call them 414 455 4451. That's 414 455 4451. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.